Episode 22. Episode 22. Episode 22. We doing the shit for you. Hey! You know what I do. Shake it, shake. Shake it. This should be a good one. This is like a real midnight episode. (laughs) We haven't done this in a while as far as recording real late night. Yeah, man. This is a Jeremiah thing. It's late nights. I feel, I feel it. I feel it. Early this mornings. Is, this is it. Marsha right. and Bro just. <laughs> we have so many subjects, as well as a good interview ahead of us mm-hmm. with our friend Martine from the last episode. Um, let's get into hype or good nights. Avia, where should we start? Let's, I want you to. You want? I want you to command the room. Let's start with the the dolls. So, uh, for those of you who don't know or haven't heard or been on the rock for the past couple of weeks, the sex doll craze has moved into a, a sort of internet frenzy. Um, across the world, the sex dolls have popped up in all different places, and specifically in France, of all places, they're going to be opening up their first sex doll <laughs> brothel. Avia, <laughs> hype or good night to the sex brothel for fake dolls i'm a hype night it you <laughs> you starting the, the show with a hype night uh, yeah i honestly was gonna good night but not, i thought of it from different angles <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> um i'm gonna good night the whole doll thing because i think it's quite odd to me like i would never t- want to hear that my ex or my future man or anything had anything to do with a lifeless figure like that's just odd to me um but i'm gonna hype up the fact that whoever is running this brothel is making bank because they ain't never gotta pay these dolls (laughs) they ain't never gotta find they don't don't have to have no no health insurance no benefits (laughs) like there's no salaries given out so i'm hyping up whoever runs this operation however however you do need a lot of money for cleansing tools oh i feel bad no for cleansing so, so tools. from what i hear they they clean the dials after every use with disinfectant i don't know what they use but um and people have to pay 185 dollars for a two-hour solo visit 110 dollars for a solo hour visit and $150 for an hour visit if you are a couple. Now imagine that. <laughs> imagine two real people that's with one kind of, stationary person. That's the kind of date night I'm jumping out. Yeah. That's probably, honestly, yeah. that's probably the best threesome you can have because, I, I mean, I guess your man could cheat on you with a doll, honestly. But, I mean, how far can that really go? I don't know. Hello. It's just a whole different world. I'm not really into the whole thing. I'm a hype whoever has this business because they're making bank. Right. I feel like it's a it's a very profitable business because you don't have to pay your workers except for the cleaners. But anyone who's going to these things, I'm giving you a side eye because that's just, it's just sketch. And I don't even like using that word. What about you? I'm going to go with a super hype for this. I knew this you were is that. I had funny. This, this has to be a hype. Again, my biggest thing is keeping couples together. I feel like this is one of those things that can keep couples Ew. together forever. This, this ain't Ew, even real. This is weird. Hold on, hold on. If, if your man was to come to you and be like, well, "What were you just doing?" and he was like, "You know what? I was with I was Sophia. Me- I was messing with the sex doll." Would Named you be Sophia. mad? No, would you be mad? Yeah, because I feel like, oh, you weird. But would you call Who that cheating? Who am I with? Would you call that cheating? 
Yeah, with some rubber. <laughs> so wait, is masturbation of... cheating then? No, nah, because you're with yourself. But if he's watching porn, isn't that the same thing? You're still with yourself, and you're still touching yourself. So, so wait, you would you would you would say masturbation is okay with porn, but it's not okay to do the sex doll. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. I really don't have an explanation. It's just all I don't the, know how I would feel. Like I wouldn't feel like you fully cheated on me, but I would just feel like. You're gonna like the doll is always gonna do for you what you want it to do because it doesn't have feelings and it doesn't get tired and you know like listen, I, I don't want to be replaced by a stationary. Don't thing. let That's them put don't let them me. put AI into the doll like they've been talking about for like good AI, whereas the doll can actually communicate to every single thing you do because it that seems like that's crazy. where the no that's where they're at with it I right know, now. I but know. if they make it even better and then it sounds like an actual person and it's not yeah. just. Selectively, yeah. When you get it to that level, that is the official get you somebody that can do both. But that's that means that motherfucker really can do both. If you're into the dial now and has no voice, wait till they get to that next level of technology. I'm gone, not because I want to be, because you, Sophia, the rubber dolls replaced me. Men felt that way for years when they when the when the advent of a dildo was came out so it, and it oh, hasn't changed anything on. i'm serious not a face and a voice attached to it but i'm serious men have felt that way for years so okay moving on moving on yeah, let's move on uh my turn i want to choose to talk about martin lawrence's show from the 90s has started a resurgence i don't know what sparked it i don't even care what sparked it but I think his his but, fiance had said something on her IG or something like that. Well, yes, she dropped that note, but I'm saying I don't know where it started from. Like I don't know if they've been talking about this for years or what. But what I do know is we had some new information come in from Gina. We're not gonna, no, 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 no! Don't don't call her by her name. Oh. She's Gina. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. We keeping this to the Martin. She's Gina. Gina Waters. <laughs> so. Gina was doing an interview. I'm glad you called her Gina. And, and Gina basically just said, I'm not allowed to talk about next steps with this stuff. I'm not allowed to give any information out about this. And I got extra hype. I was like, oh, because if you could give information, then there'd be nothing. But in this case, since you can't give information, we know it's something. Do we? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people do things just to get the attention. Like, I want y'all to speculate over something that's never, ever going to happen. But right now, I'm giving my, I'm getting my two seconds of, of reclaim my fame. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take it. And I'm going to keep y'all wondering. So hype or good night, Avia. Hype or good night to if, the researchers of Martin. If they research Martin, I'm a good night that. You know why? Because Martin is. Throw it away. Just get away. No, get no, away. no. Listen, 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 listen. I'm, listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. I'm a I'm a firm believer of preserving a legacy. <laughs> like leave it as it is. There's just certain things. Like Martin, honestly, is in my top probably five shows of all time. I am not lying. And bringing a resurgence is just going to taint it for me. Because it's not going to be the same. I don't care what nobody says. Tommy's not even alive, y'all. How are you going to resurge a show with one of its main characters not even living? You're going to have someone else play Tommy? 
No, real Martin fans would not accept that. I mean, look at Fuller House. Who actually watches that crap? Nobody. Oh, see, you shouldn't have brought that up. Is it my turn? You shouldn't have brought that up. All I'm saying is that if they bring back Martin, I don't know how they would do it in a way where I would be pleased. And I, I would feel like this is adding something to the legacy. Just like Jordan should have bowed out when he first bowed out. He should have never came back after baseball. I think there, there's this idea that there are some legacies that just need to be kept as is. And I'm fine with Martin being All one right. of those. All right. I'm hyped for this. Okay. For obvious reasons. One, I am always going to lean on the side of people who have not only created something, but bringing back uh, as many of the original uh, castmates as you possibly can. And in this case, Tommy happens to be dead, but that does not mean the show could not go on. That does not mean that there wouldn't be love in that building. I think that Martin, especially in this day and age, could push all the right buttons and it would make me so happy to see both him and Pam back on screen as well as Gina. I swear to you, it would be my favorite thing. But he'd have to create new characters. Shanene wouldn't work now, and a lot of that stuff wouldn't that's work. That's why. That's the but, thing. But Shanene wouldn't work now. Then no, I don't want it. I don't want it. It's all or nothing for me. Sorry, I just interrupted you. Go ahead. <laughs> Hater. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> anyway, I said my piece. All right, that is where I hype a good night. And now. now it's time. I want to announce it since it's your turn. It's time for Black Card for Votes. Lawrence, it's your turn. What's your Black Card Revoked for this episode? Uh, last time we spoke about Black Card Revoked, I went to the entertainment field. And I'm going to stick with the entertainment field because I think this needs to be said. There's a show that came out in April of 2012. The show has been going strong for seven seasons. It was a long seasons, by the way. And it is one of the shows that has captivated black audiences in a way that I don't think not only did the white sponsors not oh, understand what was happening, but I don't think that the executives expected it to do what it did. And then it transcended beyond the black audience and then captivated the white audience and is still going to this day. This show has turned a movie actress into a silver screen darling. People now associate this person with the show, and that show is none other than Scandal. I swear to God, every single time I see Scandal trending, every single time I see a promo for Scandal, I fucking cringe. And do you know why I cringe? Because god damn it, this shit started in 2012. It's seven seasons of you chasing the same white nigga. Oh, the same I'm listen, man. The same white listen, nigga. Man. <laughs> One of these dumb We've ones. had we've had We've had a black president just transition to uh, the craziest president in history, and you still chasing the same motherfucker. I think it's time for you to find somebody new. Sweet Jesus, help us all. In fact, you've even went through 
side characters. Like, the dude who was in Stomp the Yard with the fucked up head. <laughs> just, well, I don't know what his name is. Something smart. I don't know. Oh, my God. This dude's crazy oh, now. He's not on the show anymore. Who still watches this shit? I re- Like, literally, when it's trending, I literally just want to click through every single comment and go, girl, when will this shit end? <laughs> like, I want to troll and just start saying, can't wait for this show to end. Wait, so wait. Can I ask you something? How many seasons have you seen, if any? I've seen all of three episodes in total of Scandal. And every time, yeah, and every time I have to be forced to watch an episode, and by force, I mean I'm at one of my friends' house and that thing's on, and they're not going to change the station because that's what they want to see. I am literally drowning in that show. Just drowning. No life support, no life jacket. I mean. Are you drowning because it's so much happens within one, one episode that you can't keep up? No. Or, I mean, they talk very, very fast. They don't um, even give each other time to really comprehend what the other person's I'm saying. I'm drowning because the show at this point is just a money grab. The acting is terrible. You guys can't convince me otherwise. And I really have seen an episode, one of the latest episodes, and I was like, oh my God, why? Why? Why is this still a thing? Like, who are you trying to convince? I'm annoyed. And if I swear to God, I heard somebody have the audacity to say relationship goals to Olivia Pope in this fake president. That's the same girl that'll be stuck in a seven year situation. Oh, (laughs) throw it all away. Just throw it away. This is like deja vu to to um, Love Jones. Because I agree with you. <laughs> Again. It's scary. Um, but I, I think I've seen three episodes too, but not back to back. They're all from different seasons. Just sporadically. Yeah. Is Olivia still chasing the pre- president? Because I thought he left his wife to be man. with her. And then, Let me tell you. I don't you. even know what the she status is right now. She got a new man. Oh, it's not him. She got a fake man. And although she still kind of feels the... Pro- oh, man. Well, see, I told myself that after yes. everything died down, that I would give myself a chance to catch up. But now that you emphasize that it's been, what, seven seasons, I, oh. I still got Game of Thrones to catch up on. I don't think I'm going to make it. I really don't think I'm going to make it. I really don't have enough left in my life to catch up on this and Game of Thrones and live life and work and have a social life. So this will just have to go in the trash for me. Um, Trust me, don't worry. It's already in the trash. I think you're part of the demographic that appreciates the show, though. To me, the the demographic is middle-aged women of all ethnicity yeah so yeah. i can see why this show is not for you because i mean it does i mean what can you relate to really nothing there's nothing you can relate to in the show right if i had some kind of a flush button i would pull that button just to make sure that it flushed properly because this show is shit it's just shit it just needs to i just i just can't take shows where characters don't actively give the other character time to process what's been said and then respond like honestly everyone sounds like a robot i'm just like okay can y'all slow it down and this is why so much stuff happens in one episode so if you miss one episode you're missing like a whole season which would deter anyone from catching up somebody please save me from that show okay i i just i i agree with you i don't think that a seven-year situation ship or however long it's been for olivia is goals. <laughs> I don't think that being a home wrecker is goals. Thanks, man. 
I don't think that whatever else Olivia Pope does is goals. And maybe it's because I don't understand because I haven't seen everything. But from what I have seen and what I've read on Facebook on the nights that it's on. And I actually wrote a blog post about how I hate scandal watchers. Um, yes! But, <laughs> yes! Like five years ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you were ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah, I was. You, you the, beat the me The only too. thing I can respect about this show is the fact that Shonda Rhimes, I don't know how she thinks of all these scenarios with all these characters, with all these shows she has on the air. That is commendable. Yes, she has writers. I understand. Yeah, I, say, I understand, but let's not writers? let's not take away her credit though. She's doing the damn thing. Just because we're not like you know people that she's catering to, you know, we we can still acknowledge the fact that she's doing the damn thing. But I I'm like you. I can't get with the show, so I totally understand. Finally, we agree on something in this episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Martine, we we can't wait to have this conversation with you. I've I've probably been talking about this for probably I want to say six months. Yeah. I think Avia. I, yeah. I told I told her I that I wanted to interview. Brought it up ever since we wanted to do this podcast. That might be true. Yeah. Oh, I gotta interview I my t- friend Martine. Let me let me <laughs> let me say this though. I told Martine this before I even had a podcast. I'm like, man. I got to have you on so we can have these discussions because I am intrigued about everything there is to know about not only your experiences within the LGBT community, but your experiences as a black woman within all of this. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's a, a, a larger story there that most people don't actually touch on. So I want to start the, the question with this. In terms of the black family, I know a lot of us know this already, but I'm going to I have to say this. A lot of black families are super conservative. Like, I don't care what anybody thinks about what our politics are, which lean liberal. Uh, in the House, it's very conservative. By, by and large, the black community is very conservative, which I, I, I say this to white people and they always like, really? I'm like, seriously. They're like, <laughs> That's but an you guys. Interesting point. I never even thought about But you guys that, have actually. kids outside of me. I'm like, trust me. It's not planned. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. I'm like, the parents aren't happy that these kids are being had. Like, exactly. So I said all that to say uh, there is a a stench of homophobia around the black community that is really weird. I'm gonna be honest with you, it's weird because on one end we're okay with our and choir I hate stereotyping. Yes, I, I hate bringing that up. Yep. I, I know what, what you're saying. The choir director in the church being gay. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> uh, we don't want him to bring his boyfriend to the next service. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, is it always the choir director? Sometimes yeah. it's the pastor. I just want y'all to know. I didn't say it. Martine yeah, said we, it. We love, we love Auntie Martine but, and, and her roommate. Her roommate is mad cool oh at, the, at the family picnic. Her roommate. Yep. Oh, why is she holding her roommate's hand, though? Wait, why? They must be really good roommates. Why is she feeding her roommate <laughs> potato salad? They must really be really good friends. Wait, her, she's kissing her roommate. <laughs> Mom. Mom, I walked yep. in on them in the bathroom and they was kissing. Yeah, that's her roommate. I don't know what the what is that. Yeah, the black family is very interesting that way. So, I would love to know from you when you, when you first knew, like you have that inkling. Mm-hmm. Did you when, when did you come out with that, or when did you tell your family, or how did you express it, and how did that go? Yeah, so uh, I am Haitian. 
That's first off. Oh, man. <laughs> that, so, Which if is, y'all don't know. So please expand. We all, know how, we all know how that went. Please, please express <laughs> the Asian people on being gay. So, like, first of all, like, black black family members, you know, conservative in and units in general, but Haitian family members, no, they're conservative in every aspect. Like, right. You know, like, you can't. Like, a Haitian girl have a baby at, at a wedlock? Shit, that ain't happening. Big you know facts. what I'm saying? Uh, like, those things, like, you, you lose your job? Nah, that ain't happening. Oh, you go to college and you're not going to be a doctor, lawyer? or wow. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. nah, like, you're you're a, a failure, a disgrace. So, yeah, I did all of that. And, um, and so, like, I am the only Haitian gay woman I know of, like, all my family members, of the my entire Haitian community. Even in New York? I know another Haitian black woman who's gay. Actually, I went on a date with another one, too. But, yeah, I don't I don't really know that many Haitian gay You women. probably do, but they haven't come, come out. Come out, yet. exactly. She right. went on a date with a black unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Two right. black unicorns going out on the day. I know, I know. Um, but, yeah, no, when I... So, I was very, very late in the game when I um, realized that I was into women. Um, I was 23. Three, when you oh, realized? Wow. Yeah, I was very late in the game. What was the thing that made you <laughs> realize? Okay, like, we, what was that one can thing? Can we please not say that? <laughs> oh my God. I thought you were going to say 12. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, yeah, I was mad late. Um, because, like, I mean, I'm from Chicago, you know, and my, my own Chi-Town? Place, Chi-Town, that's right. <laughs> look, how, look how happy I am. She lives in Chicago. I was saying, dude, like, what? I was born in Chicago. Right. <laughs> Um, and so, like, my whole purpose and mission when I was in Chicago was just to get up and leave. And so, I knew the only way I can do that is, is through school. So, when I left Chicago, I was just so focused on that, my academics. So, I didn't care about dating. I didn't care about sex. I didn't. So, I lost my virginity very late as well. I was, like, 21 when I lost my virginity. And that was to a random-ass white dude that I met at a party. So, it was, like, wow. I, didn't give, yeah, I didn't give a fuck about it. I was, like, whatever. <laughs> uh, that, which was part of one of my New Year's resolutions. I was, like, I got to do something new. Have sex. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> And I took it as something new, like a Sonia Lathan movie. I'm gonna have sex with a white person. That's no, yeah. something new. Yeah, that was. So I like, I like lost my virginity, and I was like, and I and never saw the white this guy. This ladies is why you shouldn't have New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Going back to what I said in the last. Look at the rabbit hole she let herself down with a resolution. <laughs> and so yeah, it wasn't so like once I graduated from college, and then I became a teacher, and I was just so focused on teaching. I, again, I didn't date. I didn't really care about it. Um, and it wasn't until my second year teaching that I was like hanging out with a whole bunch of coworkers, staff members, and uh, one of my coworkers, she kind of like brushed her hand against my thigh. And You're like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> no, shit, you not. Let me tell you, it, I'm not lying. I like, they talk about that tingly feeling you get what? running down your spine, and wow. I never, ever, ever had that feeling. So, wait, was it a graze of the leg? It was like, it was clearly there's no visual, so they can't see us talking. So, so like, no, it was like, so, okay, it was a funny situation. We were all drinking, we all getting drunk or whatever, it's happy hour. And, um, and I was like, yo, I can't drink anymore. I'm done. And she like looked at me. She's like, is your pussy broken? But she like put her hand on my thigh. What? And she's like, is your pussy broken? I was like, one, I never heard that expression. So I was like completely taken back by that. And then two, I'm like, you talk about my pussy while you have your hand on my thigh. I'm like, this is interesting. And it also feels pretty great. And I never had one of those tingly feelings. I'm like, hmm, all right, okay. So what does that mean? So uh, I decided to explore my my sexuality and and the way i did that was i i went ahead and purchased all the seasons of the l word <laughs> oh i remember that show this is the most un- <laughs> wait i 
remember hearing about that. That was the first lesbian show ever, ever, right? Yeah, exactly. Mar- Martine is as real as it gets. <laughs> this is not fake. Like, I, this is not a made-up story. Wait, so wait, was your co-worker gay, too? No, she oh. was married to a man. So, oh, damn. Yeah. You could have converted so, her. I have so, so many questions also. So, <laughs> so, I, so, I, like, watched all the seasons, and I was like, okay, I think I'm ready to go ahead and try this out. So, I went to a lesbian club. Like, this was seven months after the fact. I went to a lesbian club. And you're 20. With, 23 at this point yeah and i went to lesbian club with another um friend like a colleague or whatever and i knew she was bisexual and so i ended up making out with her and i was like oh shit and that song katie perry just came out i was like yo i kissed the girl and i liked it right you know (laughs) and i was like the song came out right on time seriously and so i was like "Hmm, (laughs) maybe yeah i was like well maybe i taste her cherry chapstick (laughs) (laughs) like it was mint yeah and so, yeah, and I was like, all right, maybe I like women. And I'm like, you know, and at that point I was in my career, I was like so comfortable in my career that I was like, well, let me actually start to explore my sexuality. <laughs> You're ridiculous. You're ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh man, y'all ridiculous. But um, yes, yeah, so I was very late in the game. Um, but the woman who actually uh put her hand on my thigh, or whatever, I actually did end up having an affair with her uh a year. Go ahead. Here I am joking about you converting her. Like, I did though, but I did like a Jehovah Witness with a no wake flyer. <laughs> She's like, I showed up at her house one Saturday. <laughs> What? Oh my oh, god. Y'all ridiculous. Mar- <laughs> Martine is the real Trey Songs. Mrs. Still Your Girl. Oh, Mrs. Still Your Girl. Oh my god. Say <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh man. Y'all are ridiculous. Oh, wow. okay, Trigger. Yeah. So, <laughs> so after the rest of the episode, you are yeah. Trigger. Right. <laughs> So after, um, you know, we did hook up or whatever, and then um, I was getting ready to, so I lived in St. Louis at that point, and I was living there for four years, and I was over it. I was like, I'm ready to go, leave St. Louis, and I was thinking about, heavy contemplating about going back home to Chicago, and like, you know, teaching out there, because I was like, I miss my family. Like, I would go home like once every month or whatever, and I'm like, it would be smart for me to go back home, and I'd be great, but I wasn't out. And so I was like, "Whoa, yeah, I wasn't out. And I was like, if I go back home and I go back to Chicago and I'm not out, I can't be me. I can't live mm, my life. 100%. And so I got a job offer in New York, like, last minute. And so I was like, I got two choices. I can keep on pursuing the job in Chicago or I can just pack up my shit and move to New York within a week. And I moved to New York because <laughs> wow. I, I didn't want to come out to my family. So I ran away from my family. Much. And so I lived in New York for a year. And then um, I got my first girlfriend after the year. And um, that's when I came out to my mom. And wait, how- wait, wait, wait. We're, we're, we're skipping over way too many <laughs> steps. So we're going to have to. I'm sorry, y'all. We're going to have to backtrack a lot. We, I'm, we, we have to because there's so much that she just unpacked in very I short periods. I have time. questions in my head <laughs> swirling around. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so can we can we go back to you first off uh, losing your virginity to a man? Yes. So <laughs> how did did that feel like anything to you? I did not like it at all. And I, I've had the first time's not that. Good yeah, the first anyway. time was. So you're probably just talking about that. I was gonna say, in fairness, <laughs> yeah. most people's first time. Yeah, it was bad. Is it was really just chalked it up. Yeah, like, it was oh, a bad experience. I mean, I've had sex with other men after, after that. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. I. But I mean, every sexual experience I've had with a man after that was 
actually okay well one guy he it was good but i was just not at all like emotionally attached to him and i just i had no desire like i'm like i don't want to be with you i don't really care to be with you i didn't realize martine was a real life rihanna so tell me more no it was just that i mean like yeah he came over and you know we had sex. It was good sex. I mean, I had a great orgasm. He did too. And I was like, all right, take care. And I didn't talk to him at the <laughs> F the pillow talk. You better talk on your own pillow. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how long did you dabble in the hetero lane? Like now, a, a year? I've only, yeah, I've, no, longer than that. Well, like, so when I lost my virginity at 21, I didn't have sex again until 23. Oh um, my God. Yeah. I didn't have sex again. I was so like, that's because it was that trash. Yeah. You yeah, I was like white man, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah, and then I had sex with the brother, who you know it was good or whatever. Um, but you I didn't emotionally I didn't, invested. You're like sorry. No, yeah, I mean like not no. It was neither one of us wanted anything more than that. But like I just didn't care. I was like I'm like I'm okay. So I didn't hook up with him again. And then I hooked up with another dude a couple months later. That was horrible. We're not even going to talk about that shit. Damn. <laughs> Damn. That was horrible. Yo, then, this, this third guy is trash. Yeah. And then I hooked up with the, the married woman, um, I think, a couple of months after that. So, so okay. I want to I go back to that initial instance. The only reason why is that, that first time. So all of your life at this point, you, you've never even explored your sexuality. You've not thought. About no. your sexuality. No. So I, even as a kid, because no a lot of crushes or anything. No. Right. I mean, like I had crushes like on boys back then, so you know, like they're the popular kids. Mind yeah. you, also this is the funny part. I went to an all-girl Catholic high school, <laughs> mm. <laughs> and 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 we had queer girls on our campus, and you know, they and they were like very out and very proud about it. And like, it's what's funny is like I remember like looking back now, like a lot of my friends from high school, like, well, we kind of thought you were gay in high school. Wow. Like, See, this is you know, like, this you're like, we're surprised that you didn't, like, hook up with other chicks. And apparently I had girls who had crushes on me as well in high school. Like, I had so girls who had crushes on me. So you look at that. Like, opportunity. Like, came out right. 10 years before that. <laughs> right. And I was like, like, I had girls, like, doing my homework for me, carrying my books and shit. I didn't think nothing about it. But you never thought like, anything about it. I was like, whatever, you know. Um, no, I didn't care because I'm like, for me, sex equaled uh, teenage pregnancy. I'm kidding you not. My parents... Put yeah. that fucking fear in me. Yeah. And if remember, I had, remember what I said about black parents being yeah. very conservative. It you was, see, it was you that. see this? And like, because I had a lot of friends who were. That's why there's no black I, girls on sixteen and pregnant. Is that? So, <laughs> that's what I am for. That's what I'm for. <laughs> <laughs> um, you expect this <laughs> Seriously, not all, not at all, right? But um, yeah, like I had, you know, I had a lot. I mean, I went, because I went to all girl Catholic high school. I also had a lot of girls who were sexually active and who were getting pregnant. Mm, and for me, so I was like, I was like, I'm good. I'm like, you, you all getting pregnant? You all having sex? You doing this and that? I'm like, for what? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you still in Chicago now? You got two, three, four kids? You know? I'm Damn. like, fuck. I'm like, I'm good. I'm like, me getting pregnant meant I was not going to have the future that I wanted. So, so can I ask you this? You did not think of having sexual pleasure at all as a I, teenager? Gosh. Like most teenagers are like. Hormones are raging. <laughs> my hormones is going crazy. They're fucking playing Connect Four in my body. Like, boop, 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 no. Boop, 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 boop. What's crazy is that, like, I can, like, if I'm not having sex, I am actually not at all, like, super horny or sexually. Like, I don't want well, it if I'm not wow. having sex. No, that, if I that, am having wow. sex, I'm a fucking. 
it's bad. Like I can fuck all day, all night. It's bad. I can't. But that's it. why, like, she's <laughs> like, it's not on or yeah, uh-huh. it's yeah, it really is. It's like there's no fucking me- medium there for me. It's just not. And so, like, literally, so, no fucking medium. No, yeah, like, like not at all. And so, and so, when I'm not in a relationship or if I'm not having sex with someone, I'm actually like grateful for it because I sleep more. <laughs> Wow. I hate her making sex sound real tired. <laughs> I hate my She's like, I'll be having rounds. Seriously, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm serious though, because I'm like, yo, because shit, sex is good. But I mean, yes. <laughs> Can I ask about? Okay, so listening to your timeline, you you realized um, you're into women when you were 23 mm-hmm. through that brushing from the coworker, yep. and then months later, you actually got with her. Actually, it was a whole year later. Okay, so it was a whole, whole year, year later. later. Yeah. How did that come about? We were at another bar. And she brushed <laughs> past you again. You're like, do that to me one more time, girl. I'm about to lay you down. At this point. At, the, <laughs> at that point, um, I was out to my friends. Like, I, I guess I identified at that point bisexual because I was still hooking, like, I guess, into men. But that's bullshit. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we need to loop back around to that. Trying to get to the whole bisexuality. That's true. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, but yeah, so because I came out to my friends at that point, she knew that I was I was, you know, queer. And I think at that point she was separated from my husband. No, they weren't separated yet. They were on the rocks and like things was kinda rough. And so we all out drinking and you know, when you're going through some shit in your own personal life and you know you have a friend who you are you find attractive and you think is a good friend and they are queer, you like why not you know and so i i believe she kissed me first i can't remember I was, we were both drunk so we started making out at the bar that we were at and then um me her and another friend we went back to her place um you know because that's what we oftentimes do we all hang out together and then the friend left and then we hooked up wow and what came of that situation this is un- but like this did is- she stay with her husband she, no, eventually they get divorced, and now is she? She's now she married. To, no, she's now married to another oh. man. Oh, so that was yeah. just a that was yeah yeah that was I was I think I was the only woman she got with. Wow, how, yeah. you must feel honored. <laughs> she, she was white. Yeah, she was a white woman. Look yeah. at you, you turning them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? The reverse get out. Oh no, you got them in a fucking. <laughs> Yo, but for real though, white girls do. Like, <laughs> white girls do fucking like me though. I'm like, it's like it's it's bad. So, but yeah, white people love black people. Yeah, they do. They do. It's, yeah. They do. So, so <laughs> um, I just I'm I'm still intrigued with this first half. I, I can't even get to my other line of questioning because I'm so like interested in just that first portion of it. Yeah. So. When you're younger, you don't have those nah. kind of impressionable sexual feelings and thoughts. I mean, I'm sure I have fantasies and I thought about boys and stuff like that because you're supposed to. But I actually do remember um, as a kid and like the Victoria's Secret commercials would come on. And I remember like looking at the women's breasts and I, and I would tell myself, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I'm not <laughs> supposed to do that. I do remember that. Wow. And then, I, okay, so then this is this is the second thing. I was, so that was like, maybe like I was in high school and I would like look at this. The, and I was like, no. And I would justify it. I was like, no, I'm just looking at the breast because it's a bra commercial. So like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, me you know, too. Whatever. Me too. And me then, too. I would just look at their breasts and be like, right, it's a bra you know? commercial. And then when I was in college, I remember I was my senior in college and I had a friend, Helen, who was a gorgeous woman, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't think any of it. And I hadn't seen her in a while. And like, she came like, Martina. She gave me a hug, and I had that tingly feeling thing for the oh. first time ever in my life. And I was like, 
I was like, that was weird. I was like, nah, it's not because I'm feeling her. It's probably because, you know, I haven't had a good hug in a long time. And so, you know, that's probably what I, I don't <laughs> hug all of my guy friends at least once and never had a tingling in it. Like, They're not yeah. good huggers. <laughs> <laughs> they need to work on their hugging skills, clearly. So, yeah. so here's what I wanted to here's what I wanted to ask in that. So there are people that have different theories and they always come up with bullshit things to say. But I want to understand from your perspective on this as a gay woman. First, when people say things like you are born gay, mm-hmm. do you believe that? Do you believe people are born gay or do you believe it is a choice? Um, I believe that, yes, you are born gay. I believe that I was born this way, to quote you. you know, Lady Gaga. Because, um, like, let's be, let's be 100% honest. I'm a gay, black, Haitian woman in America. Like, who would choose those <laughs> facts for their <laughs> life? Like, what the fuck? Like, hey, I think I'm going to try it hard. You Let me go after some women the and fuck? not tell right. my like, parents. Yeah. If I had a yeah. choice, I would totally choose to be with a man. It's just you know easier as far it, as... It's easier. Yeah. And I have a yeah. lot of women in my life who are bisexual, who are pansexual, or all the other motherfucking sexuals that they want to be. And, and I'm so mad at her for saying all these other sexuals that they want to be. It is true, though. And because at the end of the day, even though they say, well, this isn't a choice either, but at the end of the day, you do still have that slight, small percentage choice to still be with a man. And it is easier. Like, if I, like, I, for me, I don't know if when I do get married, my family will be at my wedding. But if Damn. I was, like, you know, that's like, who the fuck wants that? And how did, how did they yeah. respond when you came out? Oh, them? my mother cried on the phone. <laughs> like, I never. Oh, so you I, told her over the phone. Yeah, because I was in New York. I wasn't doing that shit in fuck. What right. look like? I ain't doing that shit in person, please. My mother started crying and started praying at the same time. Damn. Yeah. Has she, has she accepted it yet? I think my mother, we don't talk about it. So, like, when I was in a relationship, like, a serious relationship um, a couple years back, my mother actually, when I broke my arm, my mother came um, to New York to take care of me and I was with my girlfriend at the time and she stayed with me and my girlfriend in her apartment. Was that awkward? Like did you I need to tone down? It wasn't like my mother was like very, very kind to her. But I also was after that I was like, my mother is a she's a good fake person. Like she knows how to be that fake person. Like, oh yeah. She was really nice to my 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 girlfriend at the time. Like really nice. But I I didn't realize until after she left. I was like, damn that woman just played you know because she definitely she's like, you know, uh, I'm gonna pray for both of you. You know, like she would throw throw those subs. She throw those subs while she was there. Right. You know know what I find that people that are all into the church are good at being fake. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It like it goes hand in hand. That's another conversation. I know. Yeah. And so and so like but like and so I remember the one of the last conversations I had with my mother about my sex. Like my mother knows I'm gay. Like that's given. We don't talk about it. But then again my mother and I never go into deep conversations about my personal life anyways. But I told my mom the last top topic we had I was like look mom at the end of the day like you taught me and I learned in my Catholic school training that God is love. And I'm like, I'm like, because God is love and I know he loves me and I know that I love him and, and you love me. At the end of the day, you like that won't change. And if I happen to love another person and that person has to be a woman, that doesn't change anything at the end of the day. And I'm like, and because God is love, no matter what your beliefs may be as it relates to you thinking being gay is not okay. Right. At the end of the day, I'm still your daughter and you still love me. And so Preach. you just can't do nothing about that. So. I respect the hell out of you for saying that. Like that's that's powerful. Uh, and it makes me think of the whole Donnie McClurkin thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know when like wasn't he, he used to be gay? Yeah, yeah. but they they prayed the gay out of him, and yeah. he's like one of these like. I mean, he's very well known. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just messing up over here. <laughs> um, but 
did did that ever happen? Like, did your family ever say, "Oh, well, you need to go to church more. You need yes. to do this to yes. get rid of this." Like, not to say get of... rid of it, but my mother is always saying, "Like, make sure you go to church. Make sure you go to church." She's like, "I'm praying for you," and I'm like, "When my mother says she's praying for me, she means she's praying that women someday that I won't be gay." And I know that my mother Jeez. sent me like an article one time about how a woman was very androgynous and gay, and then she became oh. very feminine and no longer gay and all that stuff. I t- I'm I s- delivered! I, yeah, I saw, I s- when my mother sent me that article, I coughed, I was like, I was like, don't ever do that again. And she's like, okay. Like, she's, I like, don't ever. So you never think that. it's, I'm praying for you because a lot of times it's like, people will, church people, like heavy church people, they know that they can't determine who makes it in heaven. But all of a sudden, if you're gay or something else, it's like, oh, you're going to hell. Like, it's like yeah. an automatic thing in their she's, head. She's never said that to me. She's never said you're going to... Well, I think maybe she's... I think she's, like, made indirect comments about, like, you know, like, if, if you don't pray, if you don't go to church, you know what's going to happen to you in X, Y, Z. And, like, what's funny so is that I, I do, I do pray and I do go to church. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so... Um, but I mean, like, at, like, yeah, as, as long as she's not throwing any, like saying anything inappropriate, rude or disrespectful and thing like that, I feel as though, cause I have been out to my mother now six years. Hmm. I think with time, I'm like, I'm, I'm hoping and I feel as I'm more confident today that if I was to get married, there's more of a greater chance that my mother would show up at my wedding yeah. than it was six years ago. You gave her time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm more, in. cause I'm at the end of the day, I still go home for the holidays. I still, you know what I'm saying? I still talk to her regularly. Like that relationship wasn't. You know, severed like. So, other than your mom kind of showing signs of discrimination in a way, (laughs) have you been discriminated at all at work? Have you been discriminated in your personal life? Like, have you seen any of that? Or because you live in New York City, which is one of the most open cities. Yeah. And Everything's good. And that's one of the main reasons why I chose to live in New York City because I'm like, it's 100%, not 100%, but it's way more comfortable for me to be a black gay woman in New York City and right. dress mm-hmm. androgynously and, and, and to be completely open and accepting. Now, when I went to San Antonio to visit my other ex-girlfriend, I and was, okay, this is the crazy part. I felt like I had a um, get-out moment with her, but not about race, but about being gay. Whoa. We went into a restaurant, and this, you know, this is down south. It's fucking down south. And and I'm black. And the San Antonio didn't really got that many black people. Yeah. But I had a lot of eyes on me. Like, I was just like, yo, people are really... Like, I came in, I had on a t-shirt, some jeans, and a backwards cap. Right. And my, at that point, my hair was super, super short. And so, of course, people looking like, who... One, is this black person coming in? And who is this super gay woman coming in in this establishment? Because I'm certain they probably have never seen... And I, and I was trying to explain it to my, my girlfriend at the time. And I was like, yo, I feel a little bit like... People were kind of like looking at me kind of off. And she responds like, no, nah, that's because, you know... My, now, my ex, you've seen a picture. She's fucking bad. And she has a twin sister. So imagine it's two badass bitches, you know. She was like, no, nah, I think they're just looking because... You know, they're looking at us, like us, me and my twin sister, and, and, and the fact that we walked in with you, or something like that. Like, kind of like, brush it, has something to do you with know, you right? Yeah, like, kind of yeah. like, just brush it under the rug type of situation. And I was like, oh, well, you ain't gonna ever get this because you don't dress like me, and you never receive these looks like me. So, so she's a lipstick. She was a lipstick. Yeah. Lesbian. Yeah. Okay. And so I was just like, and so that was a, a get out so, moment for me. Ooh, <laughs> perfect segue. So, one of the things me and, me and Avi have kind of chatted about, and we both, kind of want your feedback or any insight you can provide into this is kind of like the categorization of things so right because i want i wanted to bring up the insecure thing oh insecure insecure with the guy yes you already know so for anyone who doesn't know there's a character on insecure his name is jared and he goes on a couple dates with molly and within that time he mentions to molly that there was a moment 
where he had a sexual encounter with a man. But then after that encounter, he realized he was heterosexual. And that's just the way he moved after that. It was just a one-time thing, right? Was it a one-time thing? Yeah, it was a one-time yeah. thing. That was it. But for Molly, she felt like, Mm-mm. uh-uh, you're gay. You yeah. did something with this guy. Even if you don't do it now, you're gay. And I can't deal with you. <laughs> she said, new sexuality, who this? <laughs> yeah. But for him, he was like... No, it was an explorative moment, and I, I realized that's not gosh. where I'm. You know, that's not the the tree I'm trying to swing off of. And, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. And, and you know, I do like women, so it made me wonder. Like, are and I asked Law this earlier. Like, do you think there are different levels of a lesbianism? And I'm just is that a no, word? No. I don't know. Um, I'm good for making up words on this podcast. <laughs> Like different levels where it could be like someone's bisexual, but they dabble with men more, or someone is trite, meaning they're just trying it out mm-hmm. type of thing. And do you, within those levels, do people look down on people who are less less considered a lesbian right. than others? So I think it's okay. There's a lot of things you can pull away from that. I feel as though in a situation from insecure there is this bias in general. Like, mm-hmm. it is more socially acceptable for a woman to dabble in her sexuality than it is for men. Yeah. And it's even more the case in the in um, in the black community. Like, I have black female friends who will say, like, if a brother told me that he hooked up with... Like, if I was married to a man and then I found that he cheated me with another man, like, I would fucking die. That's more Damn. detrimental to their soul than him cheating on me with another woman type of situation. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though I'm like, well, that's just bias in itself, and specifically in the black community, because the way we perceive our black men is just, man, it's, I feel bad for black men in our in our country, period. Mm. It's like black men can't ever, ever, ever be anything but this masculine, this masculine image we have of black men. Like I hate when people tell to my, my, my young black boy students, be a man, don't cry, I'm, I will punch you in the fucking face. Don't ever tell my black boy. You think that ideology still exists now? Hell yeah. It's like it won't take. That's bad. I I didn't. I'm gonna admit I didn't still. I didn't realize that that still exists. Yeah. So so that's that's one concept in terms of bisexuality. Like I can't necessarily speak to it. You know, saying I can have my opinions about it. Um, like when you made the comment, like you know, Martine's part of the LGBTQ. Um, nope. Actually, I'm just part of the L and the G. Because I'm like, because I, I, I'm not bisexual and, you're not and, transsexual. I, and I'm not, you know, exactly transgender, you or know, like, yeah. And, and, um, and I, the stories of transgender in this country is, is severely more different than mine. And I can't relate to it. And mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have enough information or knowledge about it. Um, to to speak on it. That's one. Two. Now, in terms of bisexuality, um, I was always a very open and like, you know what? That's fine. You know, if you are into men, women, cool. That's what's up. I respect you. After a couple of years of doing this dating shit, like to be honest with you, I'm over it. Like, fuck it. I'm not dating anymore bisexual women. I'm done. I'm not. Oh, really? That was going to so be my next question. Nope, I can't do it anymore. The same thing, like, I can't date any more white women. I'm done. I'm done. Why I'm done. Are, and why are no. you done with, the, with bisexual women? It's, they can't oh, make up their minds. It's not about that because I don't want to put any stereotypes on it. Here's the situation. I am gay. Okay. And I love women. 
And I want to be with a woman who also loves women mm -hmm. because there's so much pride in that. The same way a black person wants to be with a black person because of the true strong pride behind that. Comparison. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. you want to have that strong black family unit because of the, you know, the struggles and the, and the, and the, and, and the pain that you've gone through, but you also have the, the similar experiences. So I want to be with a gay woman, mm. period. That because, makes sense. You know, because. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, my, ex good. my experiences yeah. as a gay woman is different from that of a bisexual man. Or they and can just choose to be heterosexual on a Tuesday. That, you know, and I'm like. And I'm leaning more towards. I mean, but like. On Wednesday. Like yeah. most of the women who I've been with were bisexual. And let me say this again. All the women I've been with were bisexual or pansexual or whatever the fuck sexual they want to identify what as. Please explain pansexual. Pan exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> Sorry. If you out there, where are you? Pansexual. I look at pansexual in Urban Dictionary and I see bullshit. <laughs> and I know that's fucked up for me to say. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, and if you strongly disagree, I'm like, fuck you, I'm, I'm pansexual. That's cool. What does that mean? Though? It means like, generally, just means like you like anyone. So I can date a man. I can date a woman. I can date a transgendered man. I can date a transgender. Oh, wow. Woman. Right. They get the plethora. So, okay. Okay. That's dating no, that's, fluidity. Which is, which that's is, dating fluidity. Which is just that's as that crazy means. as someone says, I'm sapiosexual. Get the fuck oh, out God, of here. Oh, I hate that. That's what I'm I saying. It's like, right. And when you guys stop and think Isn't everyone a sapiosexual? <laughs> you, you're in love with someone because of the in intellectual mind. Get the so fuck I, I don't really ever there. seen Come that on, when man. my boys brought that up on like the apps. Like they're yeah, on the dating Yeah, say something like that. And they're like, bro, you ever seen some shit like that? Nobody's a dumb person. We're all pretty much into smart people and like and like and again and i get that because i'm not, I, because this is people are defining themselves in different ways in different light and that is awesome and it's and it's but i'm not i am gay just as much as i am black and just as much as i am a woman i know who i am period right. and i want to be with someone who also knows exactly who they are nice. and and like the last woman who i dated you know it's an accent I'm like so how do you you know classify yourself she's like you know like i don't need to classify myself i don't need to check a box to fit in other people's stand i'm like and i thought that was cool i was like yeah that's what's up nope bullshit you don't know who the fuck you are it's like check that damn box yeah you girl. know what i'm saying i am comfortable with checking black every single time i'm uh, comfortable checking woman every single time mm -hmm. and i'm sure as hell comfortable checking lesbian because that's who i am i use identity not because i want you to put me in a box but because i'm letting you know who i am so that you can never ever ever question who i am Preach, or change uh, my identity that's why and that goes across the board as i, a I woman, can't wait for my like boy to hear so so one of my friends um he's he's a gay man and he feels the same way you do mm -hmm. he but he's way more adamant than you are about it though it, to, to the point of I don't. I want to say. I won't say he's demonstrative about it. But if somebody calls themselves bisexual around him, he's like, pick a side. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that's mean. That is mean. Is that is mean. mean. Is it mean? <laughs> that is mean. It is mean. That's not. No, it's mean for him to say because he's gay. like. I can understand it would be mean for me to say, right. but for him, like, isn't that isn't that okay to have that conversation? So that was. It's not okay to say that, that to somebody. Yeah, it's not. And that was kind of the, the situation that happened in television show I told you about, Grownish. How that literally happened that the mm -hmm. woman was who's bisexual was on a date with a lesbian and she was just like wait you're bisexual like yo pick your fucking side like get the hell out of here and it's not to be like and that's that was the reason why for the longest i dated women who were bisexual and all those things because i'm like who am i to, to to judge you and classify you as who you are and i will never ever do that like just for me personally if you want to be bisexual cool but i can't speak on that because i'm not if you want to be pansexual awesome but I can't speak on that because I'm not. And preferably, I would prefer to be with someone who is a lesbian. That's it. I think also as well with the way that our world goes with social media and just people sliding yep. in DMs and, and people being so accessible. Mm -hmm. 
that's one more person you have to worry about the person that you're with being attracted to. Like, oh, you're attracted to women and men, so now I gotta worry. You, if you cheat on me, <laughs> you can either cheat on me with her, her, him, him. Anyone in this room is pretty, pretty game. And yeah, I, and I've been with women who have done like who hook up with all different types of people, and I'm like, and for me, I think that's awesome. I really, I really do. In fact, you know, like, in fact, I'm actually going out tonight with a woman who is just that. She dates. All different types of people, and I think that's great. Her and I will be friends. Wow! You know, we will be friends. Yeah, she knows that. We will be friends. Martine is not with the shits. Either you on my team or not. Yeah. Because like, because like, at this point, I'm 32, and I know exactly who I am. And I'm like, and I lived in New York. Like I said, I've thoroughly enjoyed my time in New York because it was a time for me to explore my own sexuality. It was my time for me to, to figure out who I was and what I wanted. And now, at this point, I know exactly who I am and I know exactly what I want. And a lot of people don't know that. And I take that as a, as a Okay. Let, so. Let's go down that, that path of what people want. Mm-hmm. So, I would love to understand in terms of you having heterosexual friends, me being included in this category, mm-hmm. by the way. Is there ever things that you feel like are double standards in regards to, like, you wanting to hang out or do something? Like, is it... Is it Things where people are putting you in positions where Absolutely. you're like, I'm not, I, I, they're like, I ain't going to that shit and blah, 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 blah. Like, is there ever, does that happen to you? Yes, but I, now I just know who to ask and who not to ask. You know, like, I don't, before, like, it would be, okay, case in point, you were there. Last year, we went to that, that, uh, that ball, uh, the, uh, yeah, the I already know. yes. Yeah, and it was an amazing event, and it was so awesome because it was so beautiful to see so many beautiful black people beautiful black people dressed up and i was like this is awesome but i was like i don't know what's worse being in an all-white setting or being in an all-straight setting mm. and she i was like this to me at the and end. i was you like still feel like the biggest minority I, exactly. in there right because i was yeah. the only woman dressed up as i was you know right. and then draws his attire and, and i was just like how are you dressed i was like I, had on, I didn't even have on a full suit but i had on a button down she was killing them like, don't let her <laughs> First off, let me get this because y'all can't see Martine right now. Martine is normally dressed to the fucking max. So Martine is trying to front right now like she wasn't out here. Martine is the person that had her shoe shine and she'll put her fucking shoe on the couch and go, yeah, nigga, what? <laughs> like she's that person. So I, I so I was I remember you actually saying that. Um and I couldn't I couldn't do anything but go, damn, I use empathy in that situation right away because I was like, if this is reverse, mm-hmm. fuck. I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd just be sitting there like, that's some bullshit. (laughs) Oh, another hetero. (laughs) You can't put yourself in that situation of like always going to white events. Yeah. Like it's in in the same token, like she said, like if you always went to white events, you'd be like, damn, I'm always the minority. I'm always having to adjust to my environment and I can't even like mingle with people who are like But you can choose. Like uh, for me now, like I've made a conscious decision and I have some dope white friends. I don't hang out with them anymore and that sounds really fucked up and I know that's crazy but (laughs) in the era of (laughs) I don't. I to like, all of our white listeners, there you go. But I like, just conversation <laughs> turned left. Really. Like, they're like, "Wait, I thought we were talking about sexuality. Wait, we're talking about race now." No. I mean, like in the era of Trump, I gotta figure because, like, here's the situation again. I am now in a point in my life that I get to choose my level of comfort, and if I don't want to, like, my I have amazing, dope people who I hang out with, and I hang out with them all the time. But every time they invite me, my white friends, I was always the only black person. Right. And so, so now when they say, "Martine, come hang out, come do this," and I'm like, "No, I'm okay. I get to choose and say no." Because I know I'm going to be on a white person. I don't fucking feel like, I mean, only black person. And I don't feel like being only black person. You know what I'm saying? And so that's one. And so but the reality is, but when I do go out oftentimes as well, is that 
I'm also the only straight person. And one of the main reasons why I love living in Bed-Stuy is that that's not the case. There's hella fucking queer people in Bed-Stuy and hella beautiful queer women in Bed-Stuy. So when I go to a bar in Bed-Stuy, there's a good chance that I'm not the only queer person in that spot. And I love it. That's fair. I have a question about that. Like, when it comes to meeting other queer women, how do do you... This is going to sound so stupid. Please ignore my ignorance. You're right. Do you know... If they're queer or yes. not. Yes. So is there a, most, a radar? I'm with you, Avia. Yeah. Or as they call the gay dog. Right. How would you know? Yeah. So you don't necessarily know. <laughs> don't. How do you test it? Is there something so that you say like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so like most <laughs> right, most of the women I've gone out with or met has been online. Okay. So then you like, know from So that. I have yeah. that platform okay. so the line. But in terms of like um I've had most of the women who've hit on me directly. In a, in a public setting or oh, you know in the bar you. no no I'm saying the ones who happen to me are usually white women usually white women who are straight or bi or curious for the night or want to be gay for the day that's usually the case um, oh, damn. I'm not lying but then sometimes like I have had moments not many not many um, moments where I'll you know cause, because of the way I look the way I look and honestly and if you saw pictures of me Six years ago, you'd be like, that's not the same Martine. I wore dresses. I wore heels. I did all that shit. And I purposely changed my entire aesthetic so that people knew I was gay. Mm. Period. I was like, I want you to know, just as much as you know I'm black, I want you to know that I am gay. Mm. So I completely changed my aesthetic. So because I look the way I look, when women walk down the street and they see me, they know I'm gay. And so because they know that I'm gay, they kind of get... They kind of... They don't approach me. Nah, they most women don't... Yeah, most They give you that They give that look. They give you that look. And so I remember we, was, uh, we were all at brunch and we were all hanging out. Like me, Wilbur, and all the other people. We were uh, all hanging out and a woman was walking the opposite direction of us. And she kind of gave me that look. And I gave her a look back and I smiled. Because I have a great smile. And then she kept on walking with <laughs> <laughs> yourself. You and, and I was, and I was a, a, with a friend and, and she saw it. She was like... And she asked the exact same question. She's like, how do you know that women are gay or not? I'm like, honestly, I don't know. Because they give me that I'm like, look. I don't know. But if they stop and give me that look, and if I look again, then, you know, I know what's up. But, I mean, you know. So, uh, coming out of that, I want to go to something even deeper. And this is this is something me and you touched on before, Martine. But I feel like you explained it to the podcast even better. So, in within dating... I know I struggle trying to understand women. Yo, Jesus. So, I, I'm being honest. I struggle. Don't be talking about us like that. I, I struggle. <laughs> and not, no, not in the sense that um, it, it's just the things are just things go over my head. But I just struggle sometimes trying to understand exactly what they're thinking. Because sometimes it's not expressed in a way that I can get it. I want to understand on the flip side with you and your dating experiences. Are, are, are you struggling as much? Because you're, you're also a woman at the end of the day. So, is there a struggle with you, or is the communication a, lines easier? Sounds like a double struggle in this situation. The answer is absolutely. <laughs> okay, here's the situation. I mean, my struggle is, I like you. Gonna, I'm going to struggle. Period. Like that's just life. That's just relationships. You're going to struggle, and it's not necessarily I'm struggling with trying to understand why they do what they do or why they say what they say because I get it. Because I, you know, what I'm saying like. I am also, yes, a woman, but I also, I have to be understanding. In my line of work, you just have to be someone who's understanding. You have to be someone who's patient. That That's is your job. True. You that know, is that is true. your job. You have to understand where people are coming from, why they do what they do, why they say what they say, and you have to, you just have to be understanding. So that's one. So even though I may understand it, um, and I said this earlier, like, I feel this is also my default because I get why you are being rude right now. Why you got, why are you rolling your neck and, you know, smacking your lips and all that stuff. Like, even though I understand it, doesn't mean I fucking like it. <laughs> so, right. But I, but sometimes because I understand it, I don't 
retaliate or I don't say anything about it like right away. Like I don't How jump do you, down your Oh throat. wow. Okay. I right, we have to stay right there. She has that patience. So no wait, wait. So you're telling me your ego doesn't get the best of you in those situations. It has in the past. There you go. It has in the past and I refuse to allow it to get it in the way now. So you're able to talk through anything without it escalating now? Um, I think it depends. Um on how someone's coming yeah, at you. it's some. It depends, yeah. like or what 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 place I'm in in the moment in time. Like I I I try to be extremely patient. Um, like I'm thinking like my ex girlfriend or whatever. Like there was never a point where I ever like. No, that's a lie. We got into a huge situation, and it was because mostly because I was drunk, and so and I learned my lesson. I was like, if I'm ever 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 feeling some type of way towards my girlfriend, I will never fucking pick up a drink. I just can't because I already know that I had things bad will happen, and so we got we had a huge blow up, and and it was, and it was because I was drunk. Now, and if I wasn't drunk, I'm pretty confident that I, that wouldn't have escalated to that position to in that moment. Oh, I have, I have so many. Others. I wanted to know about like uh, there's typical gender roles between mm-hmm. men and women. So if you're dating a woman. Say you go on a first date with someone. Are there certain expectations like who's gonna pick up the check? Yeah. <laughs> like, like I went out with this girl and she even like reached for her wallet and I'm not going out with her again. Like how do you even navigate yeah. that without talking it out and making it? Imagine weird? both like, women just sitting there like, like I ain't getting um, it. <laughs> so yeah, I I actually hate the gender stereotype roles that are placed in relationships and it's oftentimes more so in black relationships or if i dated a black woman they expect me to be the man in a relationship or oh. or if i dated a latino woman especially latino cultures i don't know why and i've been with a lot of latino women they put that role on me like oh like i remember i had a one girl and um when we would walk down the street i had to walk on the and, oh, the street the side? Yeah. Wow. And I never, well, I never heard that You're before. Like, wait a minute. No, that's that's a thing. Thing. Yeah, that, that is, is a thing. That is a gentleman thing. Yeah. Yeah. For, for different things. But when you ask her, why don't you walk on my street side? Right. Like, exactly. I'm a woman. So, like, and I was like, <laughs> one, she told me, like, she was like, oh, well, that's just part of the culture. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, if you got, for the whole reason of, like, because if you have the girl on the out inside of the street, that means safety. you signal their safety, right. one, and also that's how you get prostitution will happen. So like the if the man had the I've girl, I've never heard the process. Yeah, the process, oh, yeah. That's yeah. So that okay. that's that's when they asked, so that's where she was coming from, and I was like, oh, I didn't know, but it was like something subtle as that. I'm like, so because I'm the 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 masculine center one in this relationship that I'm supposed, I'm like, well, bitch, you get on the other side and like, <laughs> protect me too. Like, and I would tell her, I'm like, and I, and I have to tell her repeatedly, multiple like, times. We I'm both like, have vaginas. I yeah. need protection. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I get that I dress this way, but at the end of the day, I'm still a woman. Right. Don't take that identity Don't away from me. So since they can't you know? see you, explain your 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 dress. So right now, I I have a hat on. You know what I'm saying? My hair is very short right now. I like cut off all my locks that I'm regrowing right now. Um, and I have on a t-shirt and some jeans, but the interesting thing about it is that I also have on earrings, right? You know what I'm saying? And I am wearing foundation on my face right now. So, right. you know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not super masculine, but you normally I'll go to work wearing a bow tie, a necktie, a suit and tie, like all other shit. You know what I'm saying? I'll mm-hmm. do that for sure. Um, and, and, but do you, do you think that plays into how they view you? Do you know what I mean? Like you go on a date if you're, if you're dressed that way. So oftentimes most and this is a general stereotype most black women who are androgynous or who are masculine actually self-identify as a boy b-o-i or they call themselves oh. a man you know Some what boys. i didn't know that didn't yeah know that either. <laughs> yeah <laughs> educational yeah. Hype yeah. Of the night. <laughs> and yeah and like a lot of those women um 
like they they also some some of them can be referred to as touch me nots touch me nots touch me touch me yeah so yeah you have the extreme of sexual um identities in the bedroom you have people who are the touch me nots and you have the pillow princesses so a touch me not is a woman who they do all the acts for you to you they perform head on you but you don't ever touch their vagina they penetrate you but you don't ever penetrate them wow i yeah. never knew about yeah. this and what's interesting is a lot of people don't talk about this is oftentimes stem from that that women who are like that severe touch not it also comes from like they might have been sexually abused at some right. point in life so they want to have yeah. the control yeah in the so that's one then you got the puller princesses who does all the receiving she never oh. goes down on a girl. She never penetrates. What? She doesn't do anything. There's a lot it. of men that are pillow princesses. <laughs> <laughs> there are. There's so many guys that are like, I ain't going down on nobody. Think, I think a lot of men. Yeah, you're right about that. There's a lot of men that are. Yeah. Pull- yeah. But do you ever find girls wow. that are a mixture of both? Like yes. They'll give and receive. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I'm. I don't. What the fuck? I'm not gonna be with a woman who don't give both. Okay. What the hell I look okay. like? What? Please. Please. Right. Yeah. Get um, you a girl you know, who do yeah, both. Exactly. <laughs> right. But it's so like I so because I've been with women who like try to put me in that box or that category and that stereotype, I'm like, nah, son. And that's why oftentimes I end up dating outside of my race. Because it was oftentimes women in my own race who would try to place me in that category. Wow. And like, want me to play that role. Oh my um God. Right, ain't that fucked up? <laughs> so it's, ain't it's that like up? when you're naming the different types, I thought we were talking about bitcoins for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never heard a name. Like, almost like I've never heard these labels, so it's yeah. interesting. But is that something that you would ask on a first date so you know, yeah, I'm going to steer clear of you? Like, you ask if they're bisexual, then they're not. You ask, are you a pillow princess yeah. or you touch me not? And then yeah. they tell you, now, like, yeah. oh, okay, I know how to navigate this right. person. Yeah. yeah, now right away I'm like, I'm just pretty much clear and directly about what I want yeah. when I'm looking for a woman. And, like, I've never actually been super clear until, like, recently in my life. So, like, so I'm, I'm like, actually excited to start dating again because of that. But in terms of, like, in terms of the who pays, this is interesting because for me, um, I used to always pay for the first date. If I ask you out, I will pay. That's fair. I agree with that, that is fair. Yeah. That's I fair across that. the board. Yeah. Yeah. Across all sexuality. Right. Now, but right. now, but now I know where to take you if I ask y'all. Because one time I took a chick to fucking chocolate that restaurant down oh, the Chocolate, chocolate yeah. that yeah. spot right there, and the bitch ordered steak, and oh. I'm like, oh hell no, nah. and we didn't even hook up afterwards. I was like, oh hell no, nah. we're doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like no. <laughs> Yes. I was like, nah. So now I'm actually going home. Yeah. I was like, so now I'm asking I'm like, hey, you want to get ice cream? <laughs> like, hey, you want to get a, a drink, tea, maybe? Like, yeah, the first date is mad cheap. Like, we ain't doing all that. But the I the, this so the woman who I'm hanging out with tonight, the uh, we went out a couple weeks back, and this was the first day that I ever went on, and she paid for everything. Wow. I was like, did she also walk on the street side of the <laughs> So yes. So what's interesting with her is that okay, I'm not gonna put her business out there, but yeah, so but yeah, I was like, this is she this is nice. I was like, this is how y'all living it up. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and like and again, like and it wasn't like, you know, we like cause we we went in, like we went to hookah bar and like she bought like she we got a, a couple of hookahs. We got a shit ton of food, we got a shit ton of drinks, and she was like Is it is it because she's older? No, she's actually younger than me. So even well, when she's I'm, bisexual, so that's the drawback in the situation. Oh yeah, I want no. She's actually in the relationship too. So like, I'm like her and I. We're not. We're not really but it was just yeah, from she, like a hanging out standpoint. You're like you. You treat me really. No, well. that was a date. We went on a date. Yeah, she's polyamorous. Yeah, she's polyamorous. Yeah. Oh, polyamorous. Thank you. Oh, 
Well, that's why yeah, I, I was using it. I'm like, okay, I, I guess I'm, I can 
I'm not comfortable ever saying that because I feel like that's derogatory. I do. It originally started as derogatory, but again, like the N word, I guess folks took it back and said, like, now we're going to make it on. Because the LGBT is also the the Q. They've added the Q to it. So now it's okay to say. Is it okay if I say it? Yes, it's okay. See, I hear you. I would hate if I found out this was not okay. These like QPOC, like queer people of color. Yeah. So, like, it's fine. Queer, Queer woman of color, QWOC. Like, yeah, that's. It's not looked down upon. She, you I, got the okay. Listen, you you <laughs> feel me on way too much today. I'm just figuring out who the pansexuals are. Pillow princess, yeah, right. touch me never. <laughs> you touch me, you touch me not. Oh, you touch me not, so like I run this. <laughs> who run the world? Don't forget your tops and your bottoms. You know. And you well, yeah. Oh, wow, there's just so much yeah. to it. Yeah. See, you see this? God, when you get to like any when you of this, filter when you filter like the person that you're trying to be with is like. Are you bisexual? No. Okay, great. Are you a touch me not? No. Okay, great. Are you this? Are no. You okay, great. Like it's just like it must be really, really hard to narrow it down to find like someone who fills oh, all those categories the way I you know. want them to. And then on top of that, they also need to be Christian. Damn. Oh man. <laughs> At least Good for mom, love. right? No. <laughs> She prays. That's a good point. That's true. She prays true. for us. I know, yeah. <laughs> Just like you I know. Do. So if you know any <laughs> black, lesbian, you know, Christians out there, send them my way. We will do. If you know any black unicorns, <laughs> fly them her way. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, again, thank you so much for coming on. We yeah, seriously we may have to do this again. Especially like, as our first guest. You know, right. popped, our, <laughs> popped our guest, Cherry. <laughs> We're not touch me nots over here. <laughs> <laughs> we the pillow princesses over here. <laughs> I know some dudes who have pillow princesses. This this was fun, man. Uh, Thank you. Um, guys, as you know, this is this is the show that we chose to do, and we want to do more of these. You know so, the do's and don'ts, right quick. Absolutely. So, Avia, kick us off with your do. All right, gentlemen. Um, I know it's great for you to look good on paper. I know it's great for you to have a great job with a four hundred one k and great benefits. I know it's good for you to have a master's degree in whatever boring subject you studied in or a doctorate. I know it's great that you live alone and you have a dog and you pay all your bills. But you know what's even better? Almost better than all those things combined? Having a great personality. And what I found is that I meet a lot of men who look great on paper, but they're as dry as a Bojangles biscuit. <laughs> in real life I wasn't going to say the Biscuit Lawrence one me say it's not true Popeyes so guys do yourself a favor do us a favor and try and see where they're selling good personalities look on Amazon I don't know where you gotta go the bottom of a clearance bin I don't know just try and have one because honestly what you do on paper and how you look on paper has no bearing with your interaction in real life and that's when we really get to know who you are and if you don't even have that then i don't care what your 401 401k looks like and that's my do ladies y'all know what time it is it's the don't this week's don't ladies do me a huge favor and this this is going to just be guidance for any time you're open of any relationship or anything don't start off anything with any guy that does not have the common courtesy to at minimum 
ask you himself on a date first. Just at minimum. Now, I'm not saying, because I've said in previous episodes, if you want it, go get it. I'm not saying that that's still not on track. But if he doesn't have the common decency to just ask you out genuinely on a date, do not even bother with this motherfucker. And you know why I say that? Because men always want to have the upper hand and don't give them the upper hand until they earn the goddamn upper hand. Honestly, make him earn the fuck out of this upper hand. Like, I cannot stand when I hear some of my guy friends talk because I got some cocky ass fucking guy friends, let me tell you. I cannot hear, I cannot stand hearing one of them tell me straight to my face, yeah, man, you know, uh, I just kind of put it on ice for a while until she kind of, until she kind of got back to me and was like, yo, so do you want to hang out? And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, you know, fuck him. Tricks in the trades of the inside of men's minds. Yeah, fuck wow, that. On ice? On ice? Right, exactly. And I ain't talking about winning time. They got it like that. And just like that, that's my tone. And just like that, the music is playing. Uh, we thank our guest. <laughs> I hope I hope it didn't hit either. No, I really it, hope it didn't it hit. It probably didn't. I'm not even going to aim for the right thing. <laughs> and as usual, guys, you can catch us on uh, Facebook. You can catch us on SoundCloud, uh, Twitter, iTunes, Twitter, everywhere. Google Good night. Place. Yeah, at Google Play, uh, Good Night Harlem. Um, please, and as usual, good night. Buenos noches.